The following is an arrival speech given by His Holiness Jaya Patakaswami Maharaj on October 6, 2007 in Johannesburg, South Africa. Say Radharani. Scripture says that Radharani was feeling some desire to be able to associate with Lord Chaitanya anytime, any place. Just like the cowherd boys were able to do, because gopis were already uh, restricted. Krishna was. So then Radharani wanted to have a male form. So in Chaitanya Lila, all the associates who were gopis, they all became men, male forms. A week ago we had the Radhastami. Radhastami is a very special day. It says in the Padma Purana that there was a lady who was kind of a, in the previous yuga she was a modern lady would travel around the world alone and just try to enjoy life. Somehow she ended up at a Radha Krishna temple. So so many ladies were making uh, like these balloons and making festoons and different kinds of uh, decorations. And she said, what are you all doing? You don't know. Tomorrow is Radhastami, very special day. You should stay with us and observe. So, next day she stayed and she observed the Radhastami, the Abhishek, the Puja, the offering. It was very beautiful. How many of you? Mayapur is Radharani's abode. She made the. the like that. Then later this lady went on, she traveled, and then at the time of her death, the Yamadutas appeared. And uh, the, they were taken away, but then the Vishnu Dutas appeared. So they're having like a tug of war, like who gets them? gets her soul. The Vishnu states that uh, Vishnu Dutas rather that uh, she belongs to them because she's going to go back to Godhead. So this uh, lady, the Yamaduta said she's going with us, she's a sinner, she's committed so many sins, traveled around the world. And uh, but the Vishnu Dutta said no, she attended Radhastami. I didn't want Radhastami. <laughs> Look at all the sins she's done. Don't underestimate the power of Radhastami. She's coming with us back to Godhead. 
So they took her back to the spiritual world and the Yamadutas were sent back home. Everything ended. So you see, observing these festivals like Janmashtami, Radhashtami, Ekadasi, if you do these things then you may uh, not be able to see Yamaraj and the Yamadutas. I'm sure that you're very anxious to see them in here. What would like to see them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, uh, you're not missing out on anything. <laughs> I would like to go back to Krishna in this lifetime. So, this is a special mercy. Now they get the Mayapur is under six feet of flooding. So gradually the water is going down. That's so why they told me I could come here because water is going down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, somehow, Krishna was so merciful that during Marashtami it was high and dry. Only this past week it's been. And they, they said it fed about 90,000 people. <laughs> We have very efficient system to distribute the rations. They get the names of everybody and call one head of the family, one member of the family, they come and they get their quota, depending how many members of the family they have. So, after Radhasini, then I went up to Poland. We had a little <coughs> gathering in a city called Ratzlov. If you see that word, it looks like it's pronounced Roklaw. <laughs> but it's actually pronounced Ratzlov. It has a temple president who's a lady. She's a psychiatrist. Medical doctor, psychiatrist. And uh, She's the temple president. Her name is Prema Prema Dana. Very responsible. Here in South Africa, do you have any ladies like temple presidents? Not yet. And I went to the Russian festival. About 3,000 devotees attend. And seminars. I had a morning seminar on congregational development and an afternoon seminar on Vrindavani uh, Bhajan. You know about Vrindavani Bhajan, right? Got some copies handy? Prabhupada, before he went to America, when he went to Vrindavan, he wrote a poem, about 27 verses, 19 or 27, I can't remember right And it was called Vrindavane Bhajan, meaning worshipping Krishna in Vrindavan. So there, 
Every day I gave a the Prabhupada's translation, we had the, uh, the commentary. So that book was published about a month ago. You probably all have copies, right? Don't have a copy. Why not? I'll present one to Vilavati Radhika Arjuna Krishna I did my way to come here. We only have a few copies, actually. Right? How many of them? It's very interesting because you get an insight into Prabhupada is uh, portraying what is Vrindavan. In the beginning, he's talking about himself and he seemed to lose everything by the mercy of Krishna, so all his relatives have uh, left him. So when you have money, everybody likes you. Mm -hmm. You don't, then only the groups explain. Then I just read about eight verses, but uh, later on then he goes and tells about different kinds of people he's seeing in Vrindavan, the rip-off artists, the bogey yogis, the big sadhus, put on a big profile but they don't actually know. They don't preach how a Christian priest comes in Vrindavan and tells everybody offensive things about Krishna and none of the big sadhus are able to go and explain to him that these concepts are not correct. It's very interesting. And finally, that the real purpose is uh, going to Vrindavan is to get the blessings of Krishna and to preach his glories. But there are many. It's interesting. How many like to get a copy of it? I don't even have to auction it off. <laughs> 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 anyway, they have more in my apply. Another point. Then we got the message that Ganges water started rising, so they put the sandbags on the road. They kept one foot high, they put more, they were two foot high, and finally two feet. Sandbags can't hold so much, so they started pouring into Mayapur and they resettled the Grihastas and families that wanted to be resettled into the guest houses. Then uh, the water rose until it touched the feet of Lord Narsingadev. Then went down. Prabhupada said that because the Sankirtan movement started in Mayapur when the floods there, it's a message from Lord Chaitanya that he wants the preaching to flood. So I hope here in Johannesburg you're flooding people with love of Krishna.
What's amazing is that uh, I showed the Congregational Development Report last night. It's another, I have two shows. And uh, Phoenix Temple in Mauritius is number 17 in the world. What number is uh, the head Phoenix here too? <laughs> what was was uh, anywhere in South Africa? I don't think that South Africa sends the scores up. Therefore, you don't picture. <laughs> but. That can be changed. So there, the uh, the new president, his name is Sachi Tanai. He said that uh, we're not satisfied to be number seventeen. We're going to be in the top ten. And so we got competition. Actually, Bhakti Krishna Maharaj in Delhi two years ago, they just started and 27 uh, Namhat groups, and then this last year they had over 60. 50, 60. So it's going up. They're very fired up. In Bangalore, there's a one devotee called uh, Chaitanya Avatari. And he, uh, and then there's a temple. So between them, they have about 40, 50 Bhakti Riksha groups. But the temple, this is a training program to make new leaders. And at one shot, they have something like 40 new leaders. So they're going to start 40 new groups. 30, 40 in the groups. They all were through two, three month training program. So I see everybody here qualified to be a Bhakti Riksha leader. Youth leaders. Anyone has some questions? Want to see many want to see both. Want to see my travel? Forty-five minutes. It's two hours later in Mauritius. And it's two hours later than that in Russia. I'm not fully recovered yet.
Actually, before, before after Russia, I went to Hong Kong. Well, we had a program in Hong Kong with the local devotees. So I gave three days seminar. And the second day was China Day. The Republic Day or something, the day that Mao Zedong threw over whatever was there before the emperor. Some day, it's a festival. So that night they have fireworks. And the devotees got a permission to do Harinam, and 150 devotees do Harinam. And all the, the ladies were dressed up in very nice saris and Chinese ladies, few, few different. I wouldn't call it the rainbow country or anything, but there's a few, one or two other varieties. Some Indians and a couple Westerners, but mainly Chinese. We saw part of many Chinese. And uh, so they're all dancing and they're all doing this, you know, this. <laughs> spinning around and dancing right to the huge crowds of people out to watch the fireworks, packed. Very uh, beautiful to see. They're all having a wonderful time. Few of them came from a country I'm not able to talk about. But, uh, so they had a really nice uh, Harinam till 8 o'clock. I led the Kirtan for 45 minutes. And Krishna Chetra Prabhu was there also. The, uh, there's a wealthy donor who sponsored a course on Vaishnavism in the university. What do you call it when you sponsor, a, a, what do you call it, a seat or something? A, a chair? Chair. But he didn't want it in his name. He wanted it that Iskand was sponsoring it. So he's like anonymous from behind and you're putting Iskand up front. And the person who's supposed to give the lectures, give the, you know, the, he's busy until next year. So he convinced uh, Krishna Chattrapalu, who's also got a PhD, and from Oxford, to do this uh, course for him. So he's there. So it's quite interesting. They're quite interested in people. So he came, he, he's there, and he joined the Arinap. So going through that. You can see, they closed off the streets for traffic, it was just walking. And then they had that. We went up on the roof, 9.30 they had the fireworks. So all these devotees were chanting and dancing on the roof, watching the fireworks. Prabhupada said his fireworks are like eye ticklers. Tickle your eye, flashing light. It was nice that everybody was chanting. What do you do here when it's New Year's Eve? What does South Africans do? They have a party. 
Okay. It was something like that, but not so wild. It was more like family type. It's just nine thirty. So I was going to issue my ticket from Hong Kong, but then they told me that the price had increased and that Mauritius was cheaper. And I had a ticket to go to Mauritius anyway. And then from Mauritius, I said, okay, I go to South Africa. So we went to Mauritius, but Mahabharata here and one other devotee, they were just like non-stop in this agent. We'll get it together. Couldn't even figure out how to print it out on their printer. So they had to issue a ticket by hand, 20 coupons. For me, 20 coupons for him, another 20, like 60 coupons written by you know, the, the, the Latin America pass could be printed out. So just 40 coupons by hand. And barely we made the flight here. It was very nice to see all of your devotees. I think I'm just missing the Soweto Rathyatra. Yes, yes. Next week or so? Yes, They only invited me recently. But from two months ago, they were inviting me to go to the Rio de Janeiro Rathyatra and give a seminar in northern Brazil in a place called Natal. Which reminded me of South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so South Africa is not the only Natal. <laughs> you could uh, simultaneously be more than one place at a time that would make it a lot easier to attend all the festivals. Smile, everybody. <laughs> so they did an interesting thing at the festival in Russia. That, so the Bhagavatam class, they had Prabhupada glorification class. Every day, one or two speakers just spent the time, the one hour, glorifying Prabhupada, telling past time. So it was a very Prabhupada conscious festival. Then they also had the, in the evening after the evening RT, the RT, the kirtan went on. I was there, it seemed to go on, I don't think it ever ended. Went through to Mongol RT, but I was, I was there a couple of times until 11.30. Everybody chanting and dancing all night. So our human life is very short, actually. And if we can take shelter of Krishna, 
Then our human life becomes a success. And if you don't, then everything is uh, quite wasted. That's why we're trying to encourage everybody to chant and to serve. I was. Uh, one of my disciples, they have a 17-year-old boy. But he said that, uh, he's from, he's actually from Russia, he said that. He read the works of Lenin and Marx and all these and different materialist people. So, he said he didn't believe in Krishna, didn't believe in anything, no higher reality. He was a materialist. So the parents asked me to try to convince him. What would you say if someone told you that? I introduced many people and asked them to con convince that person. Huh? Give Prasad. That's more or less what I do. Give Prasad, give a lot of mercy. No one could convince, uh, there was two actually, one boy and one lady. The lady, the later the lady wrote to me and said that you gave me so much mercy, so much association. But now, I mean, I realize that I got some very special mercy that she asked for some blessings. Accepted me as a Siksha Guru. Prabhupada once told us that Maya body is very hard so to convince them is they have this like short circuit in the brain. But if you engage them in service, then they can soften up. Eventually they may accept. Questions? Prabhupada, when he would go on morning walk, then he would ask the different devotees to take uh, materialistic point of view and argue with him. Express their doubt that he would convince them or defeat them or whatever. He would regularly do that. Honing his, sharpening his abilities. Maybe this way he was uncovering doubts that people had also. Who knows? So this morning walks he would stop and ask. Someone would say, 
Went back to Truma, gets a hundred dollar bonus every time. So far, nobody gave me yet. <laughs> but, uh, not like that. So today is the Kadasi, and everything you do today, get a hundred times the benefit. Anything spiritual. That's tomorrow. For us, for, him, for me, I, I forgot. For you, okay, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still on the Kadasi for Mauritius. I don't know how it changed. So then Padma Purana, there was this history about, uh, there was a demon called Shankasura. And he had defeated the Devas, and he went smashing things, and he wanted someone to fight with. But since he defeated everybody, that they all hit, they hit. The Devas were hiding in Mount Meru in some cave. Then he got the idea: let me go to Satyaloka, the Brahmalok, and destroy the personified Vedas. By doing that, then I'll neutralize all the Devas, all the demigods and goddesses. So he flew up to the Satyaloka. Just as he was arriving, somehow the personified uh, Vedas got the news, and they left. <coughs> so he saw them leaving, and he pursued after them. There's a chase going on around the universe. And then the personified Vedas entered into some water whether this planet's water or the universal water. Maybe the bottom of the universe is also water. But somehow they entered in some water and Sankasura ch chased after them trying to find them. But he didn't know that actually they dissolved themselves. So then once you dissolve, you can't find by looking. But he didn't know that. So he's looking everywhere. They're hiding all over the ocean bottom. So the meanwhile, the Devas said, well, he's going to be busy now. Then they went to the Kiro Lake. This chapter of Masya, Vishnu is resting. So they wanted to ask him that this happened to happen during one of the months of chapter Masya. They didn't want to disturb him. But they thought, let's wake him up by singing Kirtan. Then he won't be, you know, he'll be pleased that we chant his name. So they started having Kirtan. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So like this, they're chanting, and Vishnu wakes up from his slumber, and he hears his yoga nidra and he hears the devas singing Hare Krishna and dancing. He was very, very pleased that all the higher residents of the higher planets were chanting and dancing his holy names. So then he declared that anyone on this month who does my devotional service will get a hundred times the benefit. Anyone who similarly does something spiritual on my 
vem. So like this, I got. So that day was what? Which day was that? That I got a hundred times. The goddess. And which month? January, February, March. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Nobody knows. The fire sale month. Everything must go. Special mercy. The month of Kartik. The month of Damodar. So, that's why tomorrow you get a hundred times bonus. Pretty bold.